Welcome to Lighting Our Way, a podcast of Uganda Christian University's Standard Newspaper. Here, we hear stories of self-reflection, removing the log in our eyes so that we may see the light and transform our world. Hello, good afternoon. My name is Jimmy Siasa and in the studio I am with Lillian Liavala. I pray I pronounced that correctly. Uh, she'll tell you maybe someday what her name exactly means, but it's a very interesting name, as you may have heard it sound. The other person in studio with me is Professor Tom Dins. Professor Tom Dins is an American Fulbright scholar in Uganda with a goal of helping Uganda Christian University establish a writing center. He's a professor of English and has and has been in Uganda for the past about five months and he has been doing his work with the Department of Languages under the School of Education at Uganda Christian University. Professor Deans back in the United States of America is a professor in the English department where he teaches undergraduate courses in first year writing, prose style literature and writing for community organizations, as well as graduate seminars in composition theory and writing across the curriculum. He's written books on the relationship of college writing to community engagement and a variety of articles and book chapters on composition service learning, writing in the disciplines, writing centers, writing assessment, literacy, sacred texts, and Shakespeare. And um, he is currently co-editing the Oxford Brief Guides to Writing in the Disciplines. Professor Deans has, in the past slightly over five months at Uganda Christian University, been working on a project whose immediate outcome is going to be the first writing center at a university in Uganda. This is a phenomenal project. This is a, a phenomenal vision that God placed on his heart. And um, he has availed him over the days, weeks, and months, a team to work with and... Um, one of the people who are at the core of realizing this vision is Lillian Liavala, who's here, from whom you're going to be listening. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in, and uh, we pray that at the end of the recording, you will come to a proper understanding of what writing centers are and what is their significance and why does an institution of higher learning need to have one? So without wasting much time, we have not so much of it. I'll invite Professor Deans to tell us a bit about himself, like in a, a minute, maybe uh, aspects of his profile that I may not have touched and are relevant to this discussion. And uh, he will... Tell us what writing centers are first. 
and we'll carry on with the discussion. Professor Deans, you're very welcome for uh, this podcast. We're happy to have you here. Please speak to the people. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, and it's, it's wonderful to be here, and it's been a pleasure to be at Uganda Christian University for the past five and a half months or so, uh, where I've been able to teach and work with a great team at writing and study skills to think about envisioning a writing center and now put it into a reality. So in my life back in the United States, as you suggested, I'm a, I'm a college professor there, and I've been doing that for gosh, now about uh, 20 years. Um, and I'm really interested in the questions of how novices learn to write and how writing changes as we move across different communities and cultures. And alongside my life as a teacher and a researcher, I've always run writing programs, whether that's a first-year writing programs, kind of like the one you have here at UCU with writing and study skills, or a writing center which is very unfamiliar to most people in East Africa uh, because there are very few of them. And as you suggested, there are none yet in Uganda. Writing centers started in the United States almost about 100 years ago, very small, as a complement to the usual kinds of teaching that we do. There's an understanding that writing development is uneven. It's in, in, in the best sense of that, that you can't always predict it perfectly, that you can't always teach it in one's place at one time. People develop as writers at different paces, and we all develop uh, as writers at different times in our life to meet different challenges. And so writing centers are meant to be very welcoming places to meet students wherever they are in their writing development. So that might be supporting them when they first get to the university to make that transition from secondary school to the challenges of university writing. It might be midway through or late in their university years when they run across a new challenge that stumps them or that just demands more interaction around writing. It might be in postgraduate studies where we think everyone in postgraduate studies will be fine as a writer. But no, they're learning and taking on new challenges and therefore they need what all writers need, which is not to just work alone, but to work with others. Yes, you need your instructors in class, but a writing center says writers might also need a peer, almost like a friend, an ally, to support their writing development alongside the wisdom they may get from their instructors. And so we meet writers wherever they are, working on whatever they're working on, both for academic life and maybe even for their life outside of particular coursework or programs of study. Thank you, uh, Professor Deans. And I, I hope that his accent uh, won't rob some of you of um, the crucial points that he's raising about what writing centers are. And to save you from that, I'll let, uh, I'll let us listen from our very own a Ugandan and African sister, Lillian Liavala. I told you uh, Lillian is, um, is a teacher by profession and she likes to say she has a bias uh, in English language and literature. She's been a teaching assistant under the Foundation Studies Department at Uganda Christian University for over a decade now. She's been serving there since 2010. 
She has tutored writing and study skills for a very, very long while, and many students at of Uganda Christian University has, have gone through her hands and something that she is uh, very proud of, and that's because she is passionate about writing and research and other literature-oriented disciplines. So Lillian is going to tell us a bit about what I may have missed out uh, when introducing her, and then she will help us understand the African way, what writing centers are, why should universities invest in these hubs of writing and research. Lillian, you're very welcome. Thank you so much, Jimmy. My name is Lillian Liavala, um, a teacher. Um, I, I, like Jimmy has already said, I have been at the center of uh, writing and study skills for the last 10 years. And uh, my passion is uh, uh, seeing students write and uh, write meaningfully and be able to communicate effectively. I am also passionate about editing. I have a very keen eye and... You know, all my colleagues around me know that that if you, you're writing something and then I happen to look at it, I'll even note that you've not uh, put the right punctuation mark in the right place. So I think uh, uh, the writing center coming in at Uganda Christian University at this time, I think uh, is, is something that is going to be add uh, extraordinary value to our academic uh, community. Uh, it's uh, not only for undergraduates because the writing and study skills that I have been teaching for the last 10 years is aimed at improving the writing skills of undergraduate uh, students. But here, the writing center is going to be an opportunity for every person that has that is doing any kind of writing. It could be professional, it could be creative, it could be you know any form of writing. So I think the writing center is going to offer a platform to all kinds of writing, writings, and uh, yes, uh, I look forward to working with uh, the writing fraternity, and I I, I pray that uh, as a university, as a community, we embrace the the this idea and opportunity, and I should say I think uh, we are grateful for this opportunity, uh, Professor Deans. We are we are very grateful that you came into our lives and uh, you have given us this, you know, this opportunity to help people be able to become better writers. Thank you very much, Lillian. Now, Professor Din, uh, you've told us what a writing center is. Now we wish to hear from you what it is not. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, one of the confusions that sometimes... When people hear writing, they think they're going to kind of drop their writing off and then come pick it up later and edit it or something like that. But if you actually go to a writing center, what you realize is there's a lot of talking going on and there's a lot of learning going on. So it's not about correcting writing. It's about growing as writers. And how you grow is you have meaningful interactions with someone who lends an ear to you and then you talk through why you're having a hard time starting an assignment or maybe it is towards the end where you are working on the kind of editing Lillian's talking about. But what a writing center is not, it is not a classroom. It is not a place where you get graded. It is not a place where you get judged. 
Uh, it's a place that welcomes students. And it's also a place where students work with each other. And there's a strong tradition of this in the U.S. and maybe less so here in Uganda of peer learning. I've noticed it working really well in my classes here where I have a class representative who sort of works with the other students to enhance communication and, and make sure that the students are learning what they're supposed to be learning. And that's kind of in the spirit of the writing center. So at my writing center at the University of Connecticut, I don't do the tutoring. I hire undergraduates and postgraduate students, work to train and mentor them, and then they are available. So if you walk into a writing center, it doesn't look like a classroom with a teacher at the front and students quietly listening. What it looks like is more like a salon or a coffee shop or a group of friends almost getting together where, yes, people are leaning in, talking through their challenges and sometimes their joys about making breakthroughs. Um, but they're not worried about their grades in the same way you would in the classroom. They might be worried about their grades and that brought them into the writing center because they didn't do as well as they wanted. Or they might be working on an application for an internship that they just are committed to because they know that will be good for their lives. Or a short story that they just love because they love writing. Um, so that's how it looks different from a classroom and never replaces the classroom, but complements the cl yeah. classroom. Okay. Now, Professor Dins, uh, maybe if I can ask a follow-up question. You've been in the... You've been working with writing centers for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, from your expert, I wish to get your expert view on, why do you think such, uh, such hubs that have been at high institutions of learning in the West for mm -hmm. over a century, as you've noted, yeah. have taken so long to be adopted uh, within African uh, institutions? Why is it so? Yeah, it's not just African institutions. I mean, writing centers have really not been prominent anywhere outside of North America for a long time, but they are growing very fast now. And it's it's partly just an idea that's catching on. And it's partly also more and more institutions of higher education around the world are saying, we want to invite in not just a small elite of students, but a wide variety of students, maybe students who have, were not always groomed to go to the university uh, in, in past decades or generations. And writing centers have worked in American universities because we've always had this strongly democratic um, notion that universities should be for all people. Uh, but if you're going to bring all people into universities, you have to help them succeed. You don't want them to wash out. You want them to thrive. Um, and so I think as more and more institutions around the world have said, we're not just about research excellence and teaching excellence, we're also about um, access to the university in a, in a sense of justice and equity. Uh, writing centers play a role in that. And, and maybe American universities have been a little ahead at that in terms of their explicit commitments, but I think places like UCU have often and for a long time been committed to that, and this carries through on, on that sort of impulse and promise. So um, I think that's one of the reasons why uh, that, 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 that they're catching on. But the other reason is that just 
it's an idea that's spreading, and more people see it, the more they say, that's a, that's, that's a nifty idea. Maybe we should try that to support our students as well. Mm. Uh, the next question, I think, uh, should go to Lillian. Lillian, why do you think other lecturers and uh, learning facilitators just like you should pique interest in this new phenomena at Uganda Christian University. Why shouldn't a lecturer who's at the School of Law or who's at the Faculty of Agricultural Sciences think, ah, that is something for the writing and uh, for the languages department, that's something for the uh, foundations uh, department. Why should they take interest in this? Thank you, Jimmy. Um, writing is at the center of every discipline. Uh, learning cannot take place if there is no writing. Writing is as old as, uh, should I say, mankind. Even in the Bible, the time when uh, this woman has committed adultery and she's brought to Jesus, he writes something down on the ground and Interesting the people that are there huh. read and hmm. whatever they interpret, they walk away. So writing is very important. It's at the core of human learning. Uh, so I would, I would think every professor, every lecturer should uh, uh, take take interest in uh, this writing center because when as a, as a, because writing and study skills is cross cutting, we meet these students in first year, but as they progress, they they are writing projects, they are writing uh, proposals, they are writing all sorts of. Uh, you know, uh, kinds of pieces. So they need this writing to grow and become better as they advance. And in this case, their lecturers should help and support them in their writing, not only leave it to the writing uh, and study skills uh, tutors or lecturers. Everyone should embrace it. The lecturers themselves are writing proposals, they are writing uh, so many uh, pieces out there. Some of them are even winning grants, and they're doing that through writing. So uh, this would be a great opportunity for everyone that is interested in writing to embrace. If I what? could just add one thing there. I've yes, been interviewing students in the sciences and nursing and medicine here at UCU just over the last few weeks, asking them about exactly what you, you suggested and, and Lillian suggested, which is what are you writing in your engineering classes and nursing classes? One thing that I've discovered is on average, when I ask them to inventory the writing they did just last term, if they're third or fourth year in, in the sciences, most of them are writing over 100 pages of assignments in their courses. We might not think of a nurse in their fourth year writing, but just the student I was interviewing earlier today said, oh, well, we added up everything from her proposals and her senior project. Um, it was well over 100 pages that she had to write. And a writing center can support her in that work. Students are already seeking out other students, their friends, and the students in the class ahead of them. We don't want the writing center to replace that. We want it to enrich that and be one more point of contact with someone who can support that ample writing that all students right now are already doing. Okay, uh, I think in, in uh, stating that you answer a question that I was just about to ask Lillian, what should students expect from these uh, writing centers? What perks 
are in need for them? Do they expect to come out as prolific uh, writers within just a short period of time? Do they expect to have someone who will help them do their coursework projects much faster and, and mm -hmm. so on? Uh, what, what are the clear expectations that these students should have? Of course, you've noted that learning to express themselves uh, properly through writing is one of the benefits. Are there any other benefits you may have not shared? Well, um, the, the, the center, the fact that we have, uh, you know, we are anticipating a lot of activities. Uh, we will have what we call writing clinics, we'll have uh, training of uh, uh, what we are, I think we are going to call them uh, writing center fellows, which uh, is going to be a from the students themselves. We are not going to uh, teach them how to write, but I think help them with their writings because they're already uh, doing writing. And and of course, writing grows as, as one practices, as one grows. The more you write, the better a writer you become. So we expect that when they come in, uh, I, I would anticipate or wish that this center is very open to anyone that has a writing need. The writing could could not even be in in English. Uh, I think one one thing I should have mentioned about myself is that I am also uh, an ardent uh, uh, fan of uh, native languages. Uh, I remember I I once taught in secondary school, and I remember that that time when, as an, a teacher of English language, you're supposed to enforce English speaking in in uh, in class. But then we are saying right now. We have people with needs, writing needs that are not only in English. Someone has something that has been written in a native language and it may require translation. So we, we, we hope that the center will also cater for some of these, these needs. And it is not, well, um, in our initial uh, planning and um, uh, deliberations that we've had, Professor Dean seemed to mention, uh, sorry, to mention the fact that uh, the center is uh, ideally for students, undergraduate students. But we're thinking even PhD students will work in, graduate students will work in, maybe they have an issue somewhere. The, the issue could be as, as, uh, as small as the titling of, of a proposal they have, they have a paper presentation. So all uh, aspects of writing that you can think of, I strongly believe the center will address. So if I may ask, uh, and any of you is free to answer this, how will you uh, grade progress? Will people, um, will people be graded and uh, promoted to certain levels, aw awarded certain certificates for, um, as, a, as an indicator of progress? And um, how will you know that somebody is getting better and um, in there, I also am also having the question of who is, which uh, does it only take being an undergraduate or postgraduate student to be eligible for the writing center, or you need to be an undergraduate or postgraduate student who has mastered writing to a fairly decent level because somebody could be out there feeling like I'm a, I'm a horrible writer and writing center sounds like a thing for people who already have an idea what to do and are just going to be polished. Yes, any of you is uh, free to answer that. I can start with the last part uh, in terms of who could work at the writing center. 
Um, different writing centers have different staffing arrangements, but most of them hire uh, undergraduate staff, but a diverse staff. So it's not all the students studying English literature in my writing center. We have students who are engineering and science and social science picked as the fellows, what we're going to call fellows here. Um, what they need to be is not perfect writers, mm. but they do need to be capable and they need to care about writing. What they also really need to be able to do is talk to their fellow students, to be welcoming and warm, to be good listeners. I often say they need to be good listeners and talkers as well as writers so that they can meet students where they are. Every writing project is different, so they have to be able to listen and understand and be sympathetic. Um, How so, will you grade their progress? So, so we don't grade the progress of the writers who walk in because we're not about sort of grading and measuring them. We're just about working from where they are to where they want to be. Mm. But we do uh, assess and evaluate the staff to make sure that they are following the best practices that we have in writing centers that have developed over the last many decades. And I do regular check-ins because it's difficult work. Unpredictable things walk in the door every day, and usually the fellows need a mentor to work that through. So one of my staff might come and say, oh, I had a really difficult session today. I didn't know how to do X, Y, or Z when this person presented me with a problem. And we talk that through. And just like with teaching, you get a little better each time. Just like Lillian said with writing, you get better at writing through writing. You get better at peer coaching through more peer coaching. So students can't walk into the writing center and expect perfect instruction. Mm -hmm. And they can't expect miracles. To get to your earlier, what they can expect is small incremental progress and a welcoming space. And to me, that's, that's just as important as the more high stakes uh, assignments one does in a classroom with marks and, and the kinds of assessment that you're used to in the classroom. Wow. Um, um, yes, Lillian. I think uh, this, the, 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 the writing center that we are venturing into is, I, would, I don't know what uh, uh, analogy I would use, but it's like getting onto a journey into the unknown. We really don't know. We, we, we anticipate that every, and that is our wish, that every student can walk into the writing center at least once in their lifetime at, at university. Uh, one time, Professor Deans noted that uh, a student will walk in and his, his challenge is as small as my titling. I have a, a, a project I'm working on, but the titling, just that. And he may never come back after he has got uh, the solution. So I think one of the things that the center must do is uh, be very open to every uh, student that comes in. Uh, we shall maybe place the bar a little high for the peer tutors because we would want them to be, you know, to be able to help those that come in. To be a solution, not part of the problem. Yes, I think that is where <laughs> we'll be. But uh, uh -huh. the grading is not there. We, we are not going to judge anyone that walks in there with, uh, you know, whatever challenges they may be having uh, in as far as writing is concerned. So we won't grade anyone because... You know, uh, this being a, uh, an academic setting already, students already have biases in, you know, at times you, you're in class and you ask students 
to write an assignment or that is as short as two pages and you see the expressions on their faces. So if they are going to walk into the writing center and then you tell them, yes, if you come back with a, a, a better piece, we'll give you this. It will, yes, it will give morale to those that are good, but those that feel they are not good will maybe demoralize. So Great. The grading. Now, sorry to cut you short, no, um, but this question is itching. There are actually two of them. First is, does... Will the writing center be running on a on a on a certain curriculum, and uh, how does this curriculum differ from the class, the conventional class setting? And uh, secondly, yes, you're talking of uh, students making faces when they are assigned to do uh, to do to write, because well, that that's part of a, a bigger societal problem, by the way, uh, which is. Um, well, partly because of the high levels of illiteracy, yes, they've reduced from the past decades, but yes, they're still very high. And um, the other thing is the, the society generally, Uganda, I'm talking about Uganda and generally Africa, pe pe the, there's this um, notion that when you want to hide something from the African, write it, in, yes, put it in a, in a book. That notion, well, stereotypical as it might be, it has certain pointers to certain truths that reading, literary appreciation is not part of our social um, fiber. People, you want, people do not read as rigorously as it might be the, uh, the case in, uh, in the West. And people do not write as much. So how, how do you think writing centers will kind of offer a solution, will offer a solution to the problem of uh, poor reading and writing cultures generally as a society? Lillian, I wish to hear your take on that and maybe if uh, Professor Deans may, uh, yes, uh, it's welcome. Um, you know, when, when we talk of writing, definitely, because in, in English language, the, there are four language skills that we talk of. Writing, speaking, listening, and reading. So you can't write without speaking. You can't write without reading. Definitely, the four go hand in hand. Uh, but I believe, uh, I think, to answer the question that you posed of uh, how is it going to be different from a classroom setting and uh, will it have a, a, a curriculum? No, we will not have a curriculum, but we'll have, I think, we'll have activities activities that we think will also uh, interest our 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 students our audience into uh, coming into the writing centers for example people have uh, and i think i mentioned this earlier that people do not only write for you know academic purposes to pass exams and uh, sometimes someone needs a cv Sometimes someone has a profile, they want to, you know, some someone's personal profile. Sometimes it's a creative piece of writing, someone has a, an idea, but they don't even know how to start. So we'll give opportunity for people to express what they feel and what they feel they, they want to talk about. Sometimes it could be uh, a documentation of maybe someone's personal life. Someone would want to share, probably their personal experiences to help others. So would, if someone came in with that, uh, maybe 
idea, we would say, yes, you're welcome. What do you think we can do for yours? Maybe they want us to document, and so we'll help them document, and probably that piece of uh, documentation will be an inspiration to someone who will read it 10 years from now. So as much as we can, we, we want the writing center not to act as a classroom activity, but something that will give everyone that opportunity to express themselves in whichever way they can. Okay. Yeah. I'll just go to that kind of yeah. lament you talked about with, because it's not just an African thing. I hear this in American culture and there's a long tradition. Everyone thinks students can't write well. Everyone thinks the generation before could write better mm -hmm. uh, or that there's not enough reading or that there's not enough writing. But when you actually start to talk to students, you realize they've been writing all through school mm. um, and they're writing a lot in college. When you actually look at those complaints about writing being so troublesome, I always say writing is inherently difficult. I struggle with projects of writing, mm -hmm. but I've learned the tools of seeking out allies and friends and supporters and readers. So when I write something difficult, I share it with my colleagues and say, help me with this. And we just need to teach students those same habits. So I don't think it's all that productive to sort of focus on deficits, but instead to focus on where students are and where they want to go. Mm -hmm. And that's what writing centers are really good at. They don't, they don't try to take an accounting of what you can't do and, and they make you feel bad about it. Yeah, they, they, they ask, what do you want to do today? And where do you want to go with your learning or this specific job application or this specific assignment or a creative project you want to work on? How can we work together on this? And bringing people together around writing is, is really our goal. And you mentioned earlier, how do you assess a center? How do you measure it? How do you maybe grade the center? Most writing centers measure that by how many people come in mm -hmm. and how many people choose to come in on their own. It's this voluntary space. So as Lillian suggested, not every student's going to come in all the time. Mm -hmm. But what we hope to see is this may start small, and as word gets around and as people have good experiences, they come back. So the biggest measure I have of students in my home writing center at the University of Connecticut is... When they leave the center and they do an evaluation, do they say they want to come back or not? Because they want to, because they had a good experience. And that's what the writing center is about. Not you have to come here, but I want to come here, or I know it's good for me. And that builds over time. So my own writing center in the first year I was there, we didn't have as nearly as many appointments as we do now. We increased the traffic by almost five-fold over 10 years. And that takes some patience. And... And, and it takes a good good staff who's, uh, who, who, who will make students want to come back. Sure. How, um, now that Uganda Christian University is going to be a model university for the rest because it will have arguably the very first writing center, and assuming the others want to set up, mm -hmm. what does it take to establish a writing center how much millions of billions of money does it require? And in relation to that same question, how do writing centers, uh, how do they enrich a university's uh, research endeavors? Yeah. 
Yes. I'm glad you brought up that second point because that's also been a point of emphasis with some of the leadership here at UCU that <coughs> you, this is a university that's about teaching and research and about educating the whole person. And writing centers are about all those things. And so, so they've been very clear that academic staff should be participating in the writing center because uh, that will support research publication, grant applications, mm -hmm. and so on. So some writing centers, and I would say mine back at the University of Connecticut, really doesn't focus on that faculty, what we call faculty, but you call academic staff elements, but this one will. Um, and I've heard some excitement from administrative staff as well as academic staff about having a place for them to go and learn and grow. The second, the first question you asked was, uh, how do you how do you start it, and how do you help others get started? Writing centers can start very small. They can start with one or two staff in the library, or they can be quite large, like the one I run at the University of Connecticut, where we have a staff of almost thirty um, fellows. They they are all really about people. So the budgets in the writing centers are all about um, having staff who can stay there. You don't need fancy equipment. You don't need a, a, an expensive laboratory. Um, we'll be in the library, which is a space that already exists, that students are already comfortable in, which is generously sort of partnering up with us. Um, what, what it needs is leadership, and, and Lillian will provide that leadership, um, and, then, and, and a good idea, and it's already a good idea, and then some funding to hire those student workers. And it's also a way to support students in their economic lives. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that in the U.S., many students have part-time jobs to support their schooling and their, at university. I don't know if that's a big tradition here, but the writing center will provide a meaningful experience, but also a paycheck for some students to do meaningful work. And so it doesn't require that kind of funding. But they're not the most expensive enterprises at universities. I always say they're... They're, they're, they're relative, for what they provide, they're, they're a bargain. <laughs> okay. So I'll give each of you a minute to share uh, your last uh, message to our listeners. And um, these include students at universities and uh, lecturers and relevant stakeholders what is your final message to them regarding their, uh, how they should perceive writing centers and uh, uh, how, why they should, uh, you know, engage in them? So I'll begin with uh, Professor Deans, then uh, Lillian. Well, writing centers are about growth and interaction uh, and learning. And those are at the core of what we do at universities. And so... But they're also at the core of most people's personal ambitions and career ambitions. They want to grow. They want to learn. They want to, they, 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 they want to achieve. And writing centers are, are kind of a welcoming place to help them do that. And so they're at the core. They're at the core of, if you read the mission for this university about educating the whole person, um, they're a big part of that. They're not the only part of it but they stand alongside the science labs and the writing and study skills courses and the postgraduate uh, dissertations that people make uh, to, to achieve master's degrees and so on. So I would, I would say that, 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 that they are not rigid. They are protean and flexible. 
They will change. They will adapt to what UCU is and UCU wants it to be. And they will adapt also based on the people who walk into the library and interact with the staff. So, um, so I'm excited for what it could become, even though I can't predict exactly what it could become. And then you mentioned that this may be something that expands. That's been the natural trajectory for U.S. writing centers. Good idea that started by a few people. A few other universities said, hey, maybe we should try that as well. And I think that's what will happen in Uganda and East Africa too. They'll see this will enhance what we already do, especially around student learning, research, and then they'll want to interact across institutions to learn from each other. So I look forward to staying in touch with UCU because those collaborations don't have to just be regional, they can be international, especially since we work online so much now. So we'll continue our collaborations between the US and UCU, especially my university, uh, where my writing center can learn from this one as it grows and vice versa. Thank you, Professor Dins. Lillian. Um, I should say uh, I'm a little nervous, but at the same time optimistic that this will work. Nervous, uh, of course, with the fact that uh, I am, I will proudly go uh, down in the books of Uganda Christian University as uh, the first person to run the writing center. But op optimistic that I am going to work with the uh, a group of people that are interested in writing, that uh, want to help the writing needs of our community. And like I said, I, I really anticipate that we don't only work with Uganda Christian University as a community, but we'll, we should also be able to provide community outreaches. In one of uh, the, the programs that I, uh, I hope to uh, get down and draw with my team that I've also shared with the head of department is... Uh, writing clinics and reading tents, we would call them reading tents or reading activities for especially primary schools around us. We could have, a, say, maybe once in a semester and say, we are having a reading week at Uganda Christian University. Now we have the fields that are spacious enough. So we could have maybe two days and uh, invite schools around, provide an open space for learners, students, children to read and enjoy their reading, share experiences, uh, uh, share experiences uh, they may come across in the in the in their reading, reading times, and so on. And lastly, uh, personally, I have had quite a number of staff walk to me with writing needs. You know, the perception is that if you're a lecturer, you know it all. But you know, someone could come to you with something as well, I could say simple as, please look through my CV. You know, that is a writing need already. Uh, I have a, a, a paper presentation. Do you think this will be presentable? So uh, I think the staff especially should embrace, the academic staff should embrace this uh, opportunity and come and share experiences and, and learn from one another. Yes. Thank you very much. In studio, I had... Professor Deans and uh, <coughs> Lillian Liavala. Thank you very much, Professor and uh, Lillian, for uh, coming through to share your knowledge on writing sentence. Friends, you have heard it yourself, yourselves. Writing centers are, are simply 
environments for collaborative active learning they're not scary labs where you're going to come and are expected to be be a prolific writer a master storyteller or whatever they're places where you can grow as a writer as a communicator and as a researcher so do do embrace them and uh, if you're university if you're listening in from another university and uh, you hope to establish one you have heard from um, the vision bearer himself of the very first writing center in uganda at a university he has said it is it does not take millions of money or an ultra uh, rich laboratory with complicated equipment it just takes you availing yourself to experts willing to teach and uh, instruct you on how you can better your learning capacity a special thanks to our sponsors and partners who have made this podcast possible the School of Journalism, Media and Communication at Uganda Christian University, the Standard Newspaper, which is the community newspaper, School of Education, from where our guests for the day uh, have come, and uh, Uganda Partners. Thank you very much for listening in. Have a, a beautiful day. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you have been inspired by the wisdom of self-reflection. Please find us on www.standard.ucu.sc.ug and share with others this message that lights our way.